Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Thanks for listening to the best of the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to the best of the Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Last night, huge national championship game went down to the wire. In fact, to the last play, uh, Kansas outlast North Carolina 72 to 69. And it's, it was a close game, but at halftime, North Carolina was up 40 to 25. And they actually had led by 16 early or at some point in the first half. And that robbed the 16 points. The biggest deficit that a national champion has overcome in the title game history. And so, um, depending on how you look at it, great, great comeback and rally by Kansas or colossal collapse by the Tar Heels. Which side are you on? It was a choke job, Chris Broussard. What I'm happened to that job. sentimental lover man? No, that's that was all done talking. now. This is divorce, <laughs> Rob. Uh, now I'm back. Okay, I fell back in. And man, to give up such a big lead as you talked about, Chris, 
uh, is one of those moments. Now I start to think, you know, they were the second eight seed to ever make it to the championship. There's a reason why. Maybe UNC wasn't really that good. Maybe they just had Duke's number this year, and it was one of those things, and they really didn't belong in the championship game. We got robbed. We should have saw Duke. We wanted Duke instead of North Carolina. We got robbed as college basketball fans. And I get the the, the Armando and Caleb, they both got, were had some injuries, but love, Chris, five for 24 in the championship game. Yeah. Five Caleb for 24. Love. I mean, my God. And they got a lead, and I get it. You know, uh, Armando, right, was had to miss the last couple of minutes. Baycott. Baycott, yep. yeah, Armando Baycott when he got uh, injured. Uh, but But I'm talking about, the second half, like like they got off to a bad start and just could not collect themselves way before the injuries again factored in, Chris. They just gave it up. And in the first half, they did some they did a lot of good things. Kansas what a struggle. Their stars struggled shooting. And then all of a sudden, uh you got um uh you got uh Kansas crashing the boards. Uh, and, and UNC just to me felt like it, it, it came unraveled, like like they weren't ready for the moment or, or maybe they weren't expecting that Kansas was going to come back as they did. I don't know how Kansas was a four-point favorite. They were the favorite to win. Most people were shocked that they were down by 15 at the half. You remember, Chris, you gave me the score. They were up 9-2. to two. Yep. And the next nine thing you know, three. it was nine to, nine to three, right? And the next thing you know, it was Kansas 40 to was tw- up nine three. Yeah, right. It was forty to twenty five at the half. Right. And I think when you build such a big lead, you got to be able to to stem the tide to try to hold on to to maybe not relinquishing it and and maybe getting a play or two at the end. I get it. Um, their shots didn't go down, but they went down in the first half. To me, I was disappointed. I I picked. Um, you know, I picked oh, uh, oh, UNC. Oh, okay. No, I, I okay. picked UNC. Hey, listeners, disregard <laughs> all of those four minutes of who uh, a hype and you know uh, pomp and circumstance and ranting and raving. It had nothing to do with that. It was all about another loss, another L for Shackle City. That's what it was about. Cause Rob Park, I was sitting here listening to you, and I was gonna give you your give you the floor, and I'm sitting here listening to you, thinking what? And two words came to mind, Rob. Two. Here they are. Stop it! <laughs> what do you mean we got robbed? It was a great game, seventy-two sixty-nine. Down to the last shot. What more could you want? All I want. I don't care about North Carolina. I don't care about Kansas. All I cared about was a competitive game. And I did. You know, Rob, you watch a game. Sometimes you're not really into either team. But you find yourself pulling for one. And I found myself pulling for North Carolina to hold on. And then at some point, come back and retake the lead and win. But I just wanted a good game more than anything, and we got that. And how dare you call the Tar Heels frauds? They beat number one seeded Baylor. They beat number two seeded Duke. 
I agree. They had Duke's number. They I did will this give year. you. Yeah, I think they it was did. a matchup, no doubt. They beat them in the last game in Cameron Indoor. Obviously, they beat them in the semis on Saturday. Yep. So I agree with you. They had Duke's number. My thing is this, though, Rob. I don't think, I mean, Duke would Duke have beaten Kansas? Possibly. But I don't think we would have got a better game. Yeah, but like but we when got I say a good that, game. Now you got to admit I, I, I it was get, a competitive I get, game. I get you at the end, but Chris, to be the biggest lead ever given up in the history of the NCAA championship speaks volumes because usually good teams in a game like that don't give up double. I mean, fifteen points is a huge lead, and I get it. It's the first half. It ain't with ten minutes to go in the four, in the second half. It's not that, but that's a huge lead. To, to give well, up. See, and most I, most teams in a championship game, if they're both equal competitors, I would doubt that they would give up a 15-point lead. They might make it close, get down to two or three, and then come back and hold on. But a 15-point well, lead. Well, a couple things. One, I don't think they were, like, even teams. I think Kansas was the better team. No, they were. Kansas, I you know, they were that, number, but they, but they number played one well seed enough to reason. get that lead. I agree with that. Yeah, but that, a lot of times you can play – my college basketball team wasn't very good. And there were times we'd be playing a team that was better than us, like nationally ranked and all that. And we could hang for a half. We could hang for 15 minutes of play or whatever, even 25 minutes. But at some point, it kicks in and they take they run away from you. And so that, like, Kansas was the better team and they got more physical in the second half. The shots they were missing in the first half in the paint, they started finishing, whether it was David McCormick, and obviously he set the tone with a huge dunk at the start of the second half, but Christian Braun was getting to the rack and finishing in the second half where they were missing layups in the first half, and then Remy Martin hit some threes. And that, you know, you combine inside play, I think they had 26 or 28 points in the paint in the second half. And then Remy Martin hit three threes, each one of them to break a tie. And their defense got more aggressive. They forced a lot of turnovers, got out in transition. So that was really the real Kansas team, Rob. And that's why I think they pulled away. They were just the better squad. But but UNC, you got to admit, they blew blew it in the first 10 minutes of the second half, Chris. Right. But how'd they get that lead? With a 31-10 run. Right within the first ten minutes of the second half, and that's what I'm saying. It that would be if there was an NBA game, that would have been like you gave it up in the third quarter, and then you you just played in the fourth quarter. It wasn't like, but that's how it, they it got the lead. There. No, like I it was know, it was thir- close early on. Thirty-one and then to ten run. They had their own that. run. Thirty-one. They had their to own 10. run in the first half to take a lead. So if no, I'm Kansas, that. I'm going in the locker room. I'm saying, look, if they can have a huge run, sixteen zero, whatever it was to go up big on us, then we can have the same type of run on them, if not more, to get back in the game because we're the better team. And, Rob, here's what I'll I'll, I'll end with this. 15 points ain't what it used to be. And I get it that this is not an NBA game where, you know, it's 48 minutes. Right. But still, even in a 40-point game, you know it, Rob, 15 points isn't what it used to be because of the three-point ball. I mean, it is – we see it in the NBA, obviously, all the time. Leads vanish with the quickness. And so, to me, I get it. Again, college, the shot clock, it, clock is longer. 
you know, it's a shorter game, all that. But still, with the three-point ball, 15 points isn't what it was, you know, years ago. And so I, I thought it was a good game. I got what I wanted, which was a competitive game. I get your angst because you lost big ducats <laughs> coming off a bad week. So I, I hear you, man. It ain't, you know, you, you, it's been a I, lot of things. The car, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, my goodness. I, I lost enough money for your wife to to divorce you on your wedding anniversary. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. No wonder you were so upset. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. 
Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Rob, let's go to uh, your sport. Baseball, Major League Baseball. Thursday, and, opening uh, day. Thursday, wake the kids, yes. call the neighbors. Yes, yes. Uh, that's right. Whatever. I, you don't have to Can't sound that hyped or Can't you tell? I, you don't have <laughs> no I'm, love. I'm, I'm going crazy in here. <laughs> yeah, right. Whatever. Be quiet. In here, I'm, I am so excited. Um, anyway. <laughs> Such a killjoy. What a killjoy. <laughs> Here's the deal, Rob. Players... I don't know. There's a is there a date given, Rob G? I, but but all we have is players will soon be allowed to use something Rob called pitch comp, and it's an electronic wrist device. It's a pad that'll be on a catcher's wrist. I saw wrist it, Chris. I saw with, it. it. Okay, looks, you saw it. I saw right? it. It looks like a big um, sweatband. You know, like when they used to have the right. oversized sweatband. It's not sweat... that thick, right? It's not. No, like no, no. But I'm saying, like, right? it would cover. It would go on your forearm. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Kind of like when quarterbacks wear those. You know, they yeah. they have the things they, with their plays on. Quarterbacks have like the Denny yeah. menu on their uh, right. wrist. Right. 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 <laughs> okay. So they'll have that. The catchers will have that on, and they'll be able to plug in. It's a pad with with buttons. They'll be able to punch in the the pitch on the wrist band, if you will, wrist device, and it'll go to the pitcher. All right, the pitcher will have a device and three other players. So it'll be the pitcher, 
the catcher, and three fielders. And they will know automatically what the pitch call is. Curveball, slider, fastball, whatever. Low and outside, whatever. And they've tried it. The, the Yankees used it last weekend, obviously, an exhibition game. And Luis Severino loved it. And uh, he hopes to use it uh, in his first start. Uh, Vanderbilt, their baseball team has used that technology, Rob, in February. And um, here's what I want to ask you. So the pitcher will have the wrist pad on. The catcher, I'm sorry. The pitcher will have some type of listening device, like an earbud or whatever will be in his ear. And he'll know the call. And they're obviously doing this, Rob, to avoid sign stealing. I love it. I love it. Bring it on. Bring it on. That's all I got to say. Chris, so typical. You're just loosey-goosey with traditions. You don't care. You want playing NBA. You want this. You want flag football in the Olympics. You're all over. You're supposed to be a conservative Christian man that has some values and some traditions. And you're all over the place. A guy can come to your house and sell you anything. They just sold Chris a whole set of encyclopedias. These are great ideas. Bring on the robot umps. You forgot that. No, I know you want that too. Robot umps. Stop it already. I don't want it. Okay, the Astros cheated. Can we move on? We've been playing baseball for 175 years. And you know what? Chris, it's not that complicated. How many pitches are coming? There's only two or three pitches. Really? We need a contraption so that now they can jam the signal and hear what you're what you're what you're sending. Now they'll come up with something to intercept what message you're sending the the catcher sending to the pitcher, and then that'll be a problem. Or they'll jam the, the communications in the ballpark. Or or they'll take a picture of, of the guy's arm or something with a long lens. Stop it already. It ain't that important. All right? We caught the Astros. We, we, we made them pay with embarrassment. Okay, we didn't take the trophy away like Chris right. wanted, but we, we made make them, them pay, pay with embarrassment. But this is, wait, this is a waste of time. Everything is overblown. Okay, we don't need to reinvent the wheel. Chris wants to have a mousetrap with filet mignon on it. You don't need a mousetrap with filet mignon. Just put cheese on it like we always did. They're cheating. Cheating in MLB is rampant. You just say to yourself, as soon as they come up with an answer, they're already looking for it. Just the fact that Buster Olney put this out. You better believe the teams are already figuring out a way they can break this break this new contraption and cheat. This would work. And let me ask you this, Rob. Why are you so angry? I'm not angry. I, you're hating on everything. Ephraim, uh, this, this new pitching device, wait a UNC blew it. My goodness. But wait a I minute. I mean, you weren't melancholy when you woke up. <laughs> you were ticked off. <laughs> I can't say you would be too if you didn't wake up with the wife you married 25 years ago. I woke up with a long pillow tonight, this morning. Now we're we're getting to the root cause of the matter. So for the listeners out there, this is a great idea for baseball. Kansas really did win that game. It wasn't North Carolina's fault. I'm just letting you know, just so you know. And Ephraim's a good guy. Ephraim's a great guy. Come on, Rob. Look, Rob, what's not to like? 
What is not? I'm, I'm trying to better it's the game necessary. of baseball. It's like like if you're a catcher, you're throwing down a, a fastball, curveball, maybe a slider. It ain't like there's like some uh, uh, 58 flavors at uh, at Baskin Robbins or something. It's not that many things to be able to put but down. But Rob, the, know cover if a, these guys hit it so well that if they know what's coming, I mean, why do catchers have so many different signs, fake signs, real signs? I mean, they, they got it so the guy, if there's runners on second or the coach yeah, on but third Chris, base or whatever, can't pick up the signs. Yes, but you've been for, forever, for, for more than 150 years, the catcher blocks the sign with his big oversized glove, and that's what you you got to do a better job at concealing it. Chris, there's all kinds of other things. Maybe, you know, maybe, uh, you know, you, you're – you start on one knee and then you come up to the crouch. Maybe you, you you get down on two knees and then you come up to the crouch. There's a lot of different ways you could figure out to fool the hitter so they don't know exactly what they're doing. All right, here's the moral of this segment, guys. If it were up to Rob Parker, they'd still be playing with peach baskets. What's if it wrong were up with to it? Rob Parker, there'd be no dancing, no celebrating in the end zone, no dunking. The lane would still be six feet wide. I mean, come on, Rob Parker. Innovation is good. It's not changing the game. It is helping the game. It is making for a better game. And that's why, not yes, I'm going to bring it up. That's why I can't wait until they have the robot umps. Oh, my God. Well, you're going to put all why. these and umpires out of here's work. Here's why. And I'm not trying. Look, if the umpires, okay, okay, I'll give you that because I like human we're beings go, having we're gonna lose. We're going to lose. Right. We're going to lose uh, the home plate umpires. So there'll be only three umpires, not four. And then eventually they're going to say, all we need is, is some sort of sound mechanism at first base that hears the guy's foot touch on the base, Chris, before the pop of the glove. So now we don't need the first base umpire. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Now we'll have fair. electronic fair, fair lines Rob. where we fair. don't need the umpire to call whether the ball hits the line, the chalk line, or if it's fair or foul. What, what's I'm going to give you that. Fair. So here's what we do. We sit down with the umpires association and we say, look, there's a strike zone. It's not your strike zone. Each umpire doesn't have his own strike zone. The league, the sport, has already made a strike zone. And if you won't adhere to the strike zone, then we will have to go to robot umpires. But I'm with Rob Parker. If it, I I love human beings having jobs, right. I, I'm with, and I'm with you even Rob on the human element. I I I would I rather see real live people out there than have robots somewhere judging everything. I'm I'm with you on that. But would you agree? Enough of this individual strike zone. Okay, let me ask that you. That doesn't. That's not cute. It's not. That doesn't give the game character. It's just flat out wrong. In the NBA, some of the some of the arenas don't have eleven foot hoops, and others have nine foot hoops. In football, some of the fields aren't one hundred and ten yards. Some of you go to another stadium, it's one hundred and three yards. 
We need the same rules. Yeah, but wait. In baseball, we have different dimensions. We have the Green Monster in Boston, the short white porch at Yankee Stadium. So we have different things. That's fine. Everybody has a different batting stance. Nobody bats the same, Chris. So are you telling me the strike zone shouldn't be uniform? No, it should... It, you can get a handle on it, but it ain't going to be exact. I don't need okay, it to be exact. Okay, that's fine. Exact. A handle, but, I but get it. It's, it's I ridiculous get a handle. with some of these guys. Am okay, I, am I wanna, wrong about that? Would no, you at least okay. give me that? Okay, I'll give you that. If you want to okay. retrain them and get them more on the same page, Chris, I got that. But everybody's different. Some umpires are fat. Some some umpires are short. Some umpires are tall. So there's a little bit of difference. I mean, of right? course, a little bit. Get that. A little bit. But look, as long I'm just saying, I get it. It's going to be a little difference. A little, all right? right? A little. But it's ridiculous with some of these guys, and that's why I would use the robot umps as a threat and get get them back in You're line. Threatening with a the real people over their job, uniform, <laughs> uniform strikes on. Because I love the sport. That's what I'm doing. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I've never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Our next guest is the World Golf Radio host and an author. We welcome in Bob Bubka. Bob, welcome to the iCouple. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Great to have you on, and let's get right to it. Obviously, the big story, Tiger Woods. Let's start here, Bob. I mean, 14 months removed. Rob and I were saying it earlier. Yes. We didn't think he'd play competitive golf again. He could have been killed How in much that of crash. a victory, forget what he ends up doing in the Masters, just the fact that he is set to tee off for this event. How big of a victory is that, and how stunned are you? Are you even stunned by it? Well, let's put it in perspective. When I first got word of the uh, horrific accident, I, I literally was fearing uh, for the life of Tiger Woods. Yeah. Uh, and then when we got uh, established that he would survive, I thought, well, uh, that's great news, but certainly he's never going to play golf again. Uh, then he recovered sufficiently to play golf, and then today made it formal uh, when he announced that he's going to tee it up uh, in this year's Masters. Uh, you talk about putting the sports world on fire. 
uh, Tiger certainly did that uh, with that announcement. The, the only thing I'm going to say, and I know we're sentimental and we remember Tiger and his unbelievable start in golf, but I got to admit, I don't expect much. I mean, Tiger wasn't winning prior, a lot prior to the car accident. Why should we expect it to be any different here? I think he's won one, one major since Moby Dick was a guppy. It's been a long time. Well, the only answer I can say is you got to think of T-I-G-E-R. <laughs> this is Tiger. And anything you think about any other golfer certainly doesn't pertain. And here's an interesting fact, guys. And it's the first time I'm using this. So this is pretty good stuff. Jack Nicklaus was 46 years old when he won his sixth green jacket. Tiger has five. Tiger's 46. Can it be the same age as Jack when he wins his sixth green jacket? Bob, do you expect Tiger to win? I'm, I'm just yes or no. You expect Tiger to win? Do I expect him to win? No. Okay. Would it surprise me if he won? No. What does that mean, uh, though? Wait, that, that, wait, wait. You. Yeah, what is that, Bob? What do you mean, would you be? That, really, you think he's going to win the Masters? I mean, like to say you wouldn't be surprised, you, you, you don't believe him it. a good shot. You, you hey. really think he has a shot to win the Masters? Uh, you know what? I've been at every one of Tiger's major victories, 15 in total. I remember the first one like it was yesterday. He opened up with a four-over par opening nine holes. Everybody said, oh, well, now we see Tiger playing with the big boys. Well, he went on to win that year by 12 shots. There is nothing that uh, in the world of golf that somehow, some way, Tiger doesn't uh, get to do. And, and, you know, a lot of it, guys, you don't realize is that the other competitors, when they're playing against Tiger, somehow, some way, don't play as well as they would if Tiger was not part of the picture. So that certainly adds to the mystique of Tiger Woods. Would it be a, an incredible story? Yes, but it is certainly possible. Tiger, you know, every time he enters an event, he's always asked, do you think you can win, Tiger? He always has that same stock answer. I would not enter this event if I didn't think I could win. He gave us that same answer today, so don't count him out. And, and Bob, if he doesn't what, make what? the cut, Bob, can we get you back on the show? If what? If he doesn't make the cut, can we get you back on the show? <laughs> no, I wouldn't be available. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, did you see Tiger hit? Have you seen him hit this week at all? Yes, and that swing oh. looks pretty good. I'm not worried about Tiger striking a golf ball. I'm concerned about the fatigue factor. For those that have never been to Augusta National, it is a very difficult golf course to walk. It is a lot more hilly than you see it on TV. And, you know, you go out and you play 18 holes, then you got to go play another 18, and then another 18, and then another 18. The fatigue factor under the most intense pressure that you could ever play under is an unknown factor. So we don't know uh, whether Tiger can handle that. And a lot of it's luck. If he gets a lot of 
uneven lies in the fairway, that'll contribute uh, to the fatigue. If he gets lucky and uh, most of his lies are flat ones, he probably can go a little longer. But just sit back and relax, guys. You may see a miracle over the course of this weekend. Well, Bob, look, and you said you're not worried about his swing. And obviously he's, you know, always going to know how to swing a golf club. But, you know, we've seen him over the years work, you know, a tweak his his swing and things like that. Is there is it possible that I mean I'm sure there was an element of starting all over, you know, after coming back from this this car accident. Is it possible that some of that kind of maybe got him back to to a pure swing or anything like that? Well, anything's possible. You know the unknown quantity here, guys, and I've watched it. You know the younger players that are out there now, uh, you know, you Scotty Scheffler winning three events uh, over the last six events that he played in. I mean, these are tough guys to play. I mean, Brooks Kepka, Dustin Johnson. I mean, the, uh, uh, I personally, I, I'm predicting, believe it or not, and you, you'll never have me on again because you'll say what an idiot he is. I think Rory McIlroy uh, is going to win this weekend. Mm. And all I want uh, as a fan, I want Sunday, final pairing of the day, Rory McIlroy and Tiger Woods, 18 holes to see if Rory McIlroy completes the Grand Slam or Tiger ties Jack Nicklaus with six green jackets. Mm, I hear you. You're excited. You're pumped. It'd be great. You got, your, yeah. you got the fairy tale going. Probably not going to happen. <laughs> uh, but I, I love your enthusiasm. And as a man who was on his honeymoon and watched Tiger win his first when he won the Masters at Augusta and the whole nine yards. I, that was, what was that, 1997. Yeah. I was in Tokyo watching it with my then wife, and I still to this day think Tiger cost me my marriage. You know what I mean? Because I wound up watching him win the Masters. Well, I think should if have been doing uh, something we got else. to the other half, we, <laughs> might, we might find a few more reasons. <laughs> If it wasn't golf, it was something else. It was else, something else, Bob. right. All right, Bob. Maybe it wasn't Tiger <laughs> now that I think about it. Well, we're Bob, let me let me ask this. And and obviously you're very much uh, a part of the golf world. So hopefully don't take offense at this. But you know, a lot of people, casual fans and stuff, just still still, even as Tiger's forty six years old, talk about golf like it needs tiger um give me your feelings on that um because it is it is a different it's just a different feel when he's a part of you know the happenings i mean everybody loves tiger and wants to see him play and even if they don't love him they still want to see him play i think and it gets interesting yeah so uh bob where are you at on that i know some golf you know uh purists might be upset about that but it does seem like it needs tiger well, uh, let me put it to you this way. Uh, I was very blessed uh, to cover the 1986 Masters, and, and that number may ring a bell. I referenced it earlier. Uh, that was Jack Nicklaus. Yep. And actually, I was there primarily. Uh, the U.S. Open that June was going to go to Shinnecock, and I, out on Long Island, I grew up about 10 miles from Shinnecock, had played it many, many times in, in a lot of golf tournaments. 
And I wanted to get Jack's opinion of the U.S. Open coming to Shinnecock. Jack shot 75 the first day. I waited outside uh, the cabinet, the clubhouse there, underneath the big oak tree. There weren't as many reporters as there are now. And all of a sudden, I see Jack by himself, and I walked over, and I said, uh, Mr. Nicholas, my name's Bob Bupka. I'm here to uh, see what you think of the U.S. Open coming to Shinnecock. And he gave me that cold, steely glance. Now, he had shot 75 that day. He looked at me, and he said, listen, son, I'm here to win the Masters. I'm not here to talk about the U.S. Open. And the Golden Bear went on to get that six-screen jacket. Nobody thought that was possible, and nobody <laughs> thinks Tiger's possible. We You're right about that. I don't think Jack. it's possible. We think yes. now we need Tiger. Well, wait and see. All right. All right. Well, Bob, we appreciate you and your enthusiasm. Excellent stuff, really. Bob. Yes, great job. We thank you. Hey, my pleasure, guys. All is right, the, enjoy the that, weekend. Is that, is that pastry named after you, the Bupka? Well, I'll tell you what. You may not believe this, but the world's greatest pole vaulter, Sergei Bupka, cleared the, you know, the best pole vaulter that ever lived. Yes. His grandfather, my grandfather, were brothers. See? And oh, wow. I got to interview him once in Madison Square Garden. He spoke uh, limited English, and I started the interview, and Sergey started to laugh. And I said, what are you laughing at, Sergey? I, I was, like, embarrassed. And he said, I've been interviewed all over the world, but never by a bookka. <laughs> well, there we go. All right, we well, appreciate thank you, it. Bob. Yes, great yes. stuff. Thanks. Thank you. Cheers, guys. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. And I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast! podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first listen. listen. 
This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.